past each other in the
BFF.FM. Somebody found their iPad with my bumpers on them. Hello, it's Brother Jill. Nylon Radio. TJF on BFF.FM. And we have been live streaming the Cheetles 10 year anniversary party. I'm going to give a special to the Cheetles. And I'm also joined by my lovely guest tonight, Alexa. And Alexa has picked out amazing, an amazingly well thought out playlist of songs uh-huh. with a witch's mixtape for a breakup. That's true. The rumors are true. The rumors are true. Hi everybody. Hi. Oh my god, a new guest. I have like the I have a lot of the same guests who I love, but it's like always fun to have a new it's guest. It's nice on the show. having fresh meat. It really is. It really is. And you haven't heard all of my jokes already, so that's also amazing. Oh, I'm so excited. Don't be. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to. So we heard a couple of songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me look at them. We heard the first one, Irma Thomas. Yeah, Soul Queen of New Orleans. Oh, wish someone would care. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the damn truth? Setting the tone. Setting the tone. And then we got Francis. Baby. Bebe. Sure. Baby. Pygmy love song. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that one before. It's it's an obscure one. Very I special, love an obscure one. Mm-hmm. I love an obscure one. You're like, <laughs> I'm gonna go on dialogue reading. I'm gonna pop an obscure one in here. It was you wanna know how I found out about that song? I do. I was in New Orleans for the Overlook Film Festival mm-hmm. and it was playing in the closing credits of a voodoo lesbian movie. Ooh, like a Maya pulled, a Maya Darren film. <laughs> I pulled out my phone and shazammed it and it's found its way into many mix mixes oh, I love at that. this point. I love a Shazam. I always want to, I always feel like kind of ashamed that I'm Shazamming something because I'm admitting that I don't know 
what every song in the universe is. I have no shame because I would rather experience the shame and then have rad music in my life. There you go. Than be like too cool to pull my phone out and then that music is just gone. Thank you, Shazam. Mm-hmm. You're the best. Uh, and then we heard, I'm going to say this word wrong. Apparently I say nuclear wrong. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I do. How George do you say it? W. Bush? Nuclear. In the house. Nuclear. How do you say it? Nuclear. 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 I do not hear. If you do hear. the nuclear, it's a little yeah. It's a little nuclear. George nuclear. W. Nuclear. Nuclear sounds nuclear? like a like a dystopic dystopian like brand. Nuclear. 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 You got some bacteria in your gut. Take this radioactive pill and get nuclear. Yep. Yeah, I like that. What was, okay, what was that song? Nuclear bomb. Nuclear bomb. Nuclear bomb. <laughs> Nuclear bomb. I honestly, seriously, Glazer. cannot hear the difference at all. It's like saying the same word over and over. I can't hear the difference. It's whatsoever. okay. It's okay. I know. And I do say it wrong. I say a lot of things wrong, which is funny because I talk into a microphone. That one doesn't bother me. And no, you're good. talking to someone who says library and turlet and washing machine on purpose. But that's like a cute... Like I know, yeah, it's like a very cute. Like my grandma said, "Washing it's machine." Adorable. I love it. No, I I do. You know what? I only have one that bothers me because mm. I mispronounce things all the time. So I feel like I'm like, ah, I, glass houses, right? Uh huh. But there is one where I'm like, you low class, stupid, dumb person. People say coupon. Oh yeah, mm. it bothers me. I know it's that is how it's pronounced. I've had this fight many times. Where someone's like, oh, let's like go to the, inter- let's consult the Oracle. And it's like, coupon or coupon. Both are right. And you're like, ah. Oh. But we know, we know which one's the right one. I feel like it's like, are you a coupon? You can tell me if you're a coupon person. I'm I love a coupon. You anyway. I'm a coupon. I'm a coupon Did you ever watch, too? so on this subject, before we move on, did you ever watch Melrose Place? No, I, I wish I would have. Well, so one of the like good cool. girl characters that was kind of boring and would get like uh, you know victimized a lot in the season was Jane, and she was a fashion designer. Ooh. And I always loved her like '90s kind of pseudo blonde bowl cut. Yes. But what really made me want like I kind of wasn't too upset when horrible things would happen to her because <laughs> she's a fashion designer, <laughs> and she would pronounce design. 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 And there would be episodes where she'd be agonizing over something would happen to her shit. You know, she'd be like, my designs. My designs. (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. I've never heard anybody say, what kind of, is that like a regional pronunciation? Who the fuck knows and who the fuck cares? Design. Maybe she, I don't know. I don't, look, (laughs) I can go down a rabbit hole with that one. Um, I just love that we're doing a breakup mixtape bitching mm-hmm. about how people say words. Oh, so yeah. that's for the, anyone that's, that doesn't know us. That's the dial on radio experience. Painting a picture. Oh, I have people on here and like they'll be like, all right, I've got 12 songs and I've thoughtfully created these transitions and I have stories and like I'll play like four songs. So we're just like bullshitting the whole time. Uh-oh. But no, no, it's fine. I do. I have gotten some people. I've gotten some feedback where people are like, I really liked your show. You actually played some music. So I'm trying like, I am trying to keep the pace a little bit. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, as they say in, um, what, in what the do they say where? Uh-huh. Feedback is a gift. Sure. No, it is. It is. It is. Uh, it can depends be. On where it's coming from. True. It depends but yeah, on it is nice it. when you have a radio show that's meant to play music to actually play music. It's so. true. It's true. And it gets, I guess it gets a little boring. And also as the night gets goes on, I get drunker. 
Hell and yeah. And I'm just like, we're so excited something. Yeah, like totally. it, it gets that way sometimes. Like I've especially got the get off my tits. Yeah, I'm like, yo, you got something to So let's talk before we get back into music. Um let's talk about the overarching theme here. Yeah, um, so you and I have been talking about me coming on to this show for a while, and I love an assignment. I love doing being extra. And so I took it to heart that this is Die Alone Radio mm-hmm. and thought it would be fun to do like a three-act mixtape for breakups. I love that. Kind of, kind of looking at uh, each act as like the three primary phases Um of like following a breakup so the first one which we already kicked off Mm -hmm. is the pity party Mm -hmm. um i think it's important when you have a breakup even if you're not in love with a person you're just kind of sad you can feel sad feel sad sad get into it and i love music i think is just so incredible for us like i mean it's one of those things that uh helps people with alzheimer's to Mm -hmm. like kind of still be like connected to like some of their memories or some of the people in their lives, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I think that music is like, can have a really profound impact on helping us like shape our experience. Absolutely. So like, I wanted to start with like some super like in your feels tracks. And then the mm-hmm. second act we're going to get into in a couple songs is the pissy party. Mm. And that's when I think it's, important especially if you're a femme to go through your feelings of rage oh, and yeah. being salty mm-hmm. um, hostile girl summer fuck yeah hostile girl summer hostile girls yeah year mm-hmm. all, all every season, season. yeah <laughs> it's not limited to summer people seasonless yeah you can what do they call it girl, all season all season mm-hmm. it's california there's no seasons here anyways exactly yeah and then the final act I just kind of added as a placeholder and it stuck is the pussy party. And that's when back out there swiping. Even if you're not getting out there, it's more about like feeling like sexy and worthy of love and being romantic. Even if you're just doing that, like for yourself. I love that. Yeah. As someone that recently whose pussy phase went horribly awry. uh, but, Did it though? I mean, kind of. You're like not. living in sin now. I know, I know, which is like weird. I got a sick burn. Like, uh, someone was like, "Die alone radio." And we're like, "Die together radio." I was like, "Oh God, you're right." Oh, how did this happen? Yeah, but we all die alone, even if we're in a relationship. Thank you. That's Probably. like my saving. No, that's my saving grace. I was like, "Come on, I watch my shows alone." I still be eating them struggle meals. I mean, honestly, whoever said that, like, you're not dead yet. So they can't even, you know, like, how are they fact checking you on dying alone when you're not even dead yet? Just teasing me about being in a relationship while I have dial on radio. I was started on such a well, I mean, I started the show like after a breakup, kind of. Mm. Well, I had like a weird ongoing breakup for a long time. And so I started the show. right, And so I was like very on brand with like, here's a bunch of sad songs. It was like how you have these palatable phases i had like full blocks of shows <laughs> and i went through that journey um and then i got booed up on accident and now it's like oh, oh now what dial on radio what am i at? i love that because my last song on on 
today show it's not meant totally to speaks to that it's true it happens it wasn't supposed to happen it wasn't supposed to happen. i hate when people say like oh it happens when you least expect it you're like it yeah. happens when you do not want it to happen listeners if you have a guess at what song we're referring to call in operators are standing by yeah i'll give you my whole ass real phone number too it's 209 209- <laughs> 616-2000, call Dialone Radio. If you know what song we're talking about, if you're cool, you'll know it. But yeah, it wasn't supposed to happen. That's what happened to me. But let's get back. I don't want to uh, mess up your... Um, I guess we could have this conversation during a song. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's, let's just play another one. Play it, baby. I'm going to play it. Oh, whoops. Hold on. This is why I need a producer. Oh, it's Magnetic Fields. Yeah, baby. They're so good. They're like an all-weather terrain For band. sure. Any mood, any inkling, any thought, any like anything, well, they have an amazing song I also it. think if you want to like be mopey, but also feel super cool and smart and arty, yeah. they're, 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 they're definitely the best. All right, here we go. Magnetic Fields. Too drunk to dream. God knows that ain't cheap 
BFF.FM. Hey, this is DJ Swerving from Audio Secrecies, Friday night, 9 to 10 p.m. You're listening to BFF.FM. Hey, love. I played that promo twice because it was so low. And it was Irving. I had no idea. Irving's got a cool promo on there. Mm. Oh, BFF.FM, brother. Jevon dial on radio. I'm here with Alexa. And we just wrapped up. What was it? Was it's the pity, pity party. party phase. It's act one of the witches mixtape mm-hmm. for breakups. Yes. I love that. Um... To me, it was funny because like when I was posting the social media for this, I was like, oh, in my mind, a witch's mixtape for breakups is like all like, I hope you fucking die songs. So a thing about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for that, too. Yes, of course. But my approach with this mix was it's all about you. It's all about... I feel like it's a healthier way to be. Like, yeah, taking care of your shit. That also is my personal style. Like, usually when I break up with someone, it's almost always there's been some reveal where it, like, Mm -hmm. flips a switch for me of, like, oh, you're mean or you're, you know, harming me in some way. And it's just, like, best of luck to whoever has to deal with you next. Mm. I I get that. I get that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, there was a question. Yeah, do you want me to ask it? Sure, why not? What are your go-to, like, pity party albums or artists? I have so many. <laughs> but <laughs> so I much I have pity. so much self-pity. Um, I would have to say a solid one is uh, Lingua Ignata, Sinner Get Ready, which oh. is, like, so dramatic. I kind of love your obsession with her. I do. I love her. I love it because she's like the she's like the millennial Diamanda Gloss. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And although I will have to say, so I saw her play at Great American Music Hall and she was incredible. However, she's done this thing and I get it and I, su- I support her but she's like, I don't want to sing those songs anymore. They're mm. just, it's, like, it's just, you know, you go through the, like, have an emotional experience singing those songs. It was a heavy songs. Yeah. I get it. But now I'm like, I don't like your new stuff. Sorry. Uh, I know. Yeah, I mean, like, was The Clash any good once they lost Joe Strummer? Not really. No. It happens. It happens. I think that's kind of like the beautiful and sad thing about yeah. art, like really good art. It's true. Um, luckily, though, you know who's always been solid mm-hmm. for me my whole life? Shoo Shoo. They never get over it. She's just always upset. They're always in a manic panic, being a sweaty Betty, being real fucking bummed, having weird thoughts. It never changes. And I'm like, I can I can always rely on Shushu to just come out with a bummer fucking fire track that I'm like, yeah, I'm having an existential crisis and like I have like all kinds of problems. And here's the song that makes me feel great in my brain. So it is a lot of Shushu, definitely. Lingua Ignata. Um, I wish I had like a real sappy one. But mm. I, I just won't allow myself that kind of vulnerability, I don't think. Aww. I know I won't. I mean, like, like the cure, dumb. <laughs> yeah, cool. I know. It's not cool enough so for me. So wrote. Oh, disintegration. Okay. Yeah, the Smiths. Okay. <laughs> no, it has to be something like real it has to be scary. Fucking like peel my skin off of my body. Yeah. 
Yeah. And pray to Jesus. Yeah. It has to be that. So, no, it's definitely like a breakup. I did a lot of breakup, like, episodes when I first started this. So there's, like, a lot of breakup music on there. Um, and Lingua Gananda was definitely heavily featured as, as well as Shushu. Um, but, yeah, I, yeah, that's all that's coming to mind right now. I do have a, a – I mean, obviously, Magnetic Fields is, like – Magnetic Fields has been getting me through disappointment since 1998. Oh, for real. Making me feel better. I'm like, you know what? Absolutely. I am going to hang out with this cool guy, person, who's singing these cool songs and who's bummed. And so am I. But we, we're so cool, you know? It, but yeah, it's true. <laughs> Magnetic Fields is like, I'm bummed and I'm still cool. I'm still irreverent. I have lots of references that you're not going to get because I'm Magnetic Fields. You're amazing. I can remember the first time I heard Magnetic Fields. It, like, blew my mind. It was at Chemo's. Oh, shit. On Polk Street. Yeah. They used to have a night where there was this, like, iconic, I mean, this is 1999, 2000 tops, trans punk rocker person who was, like, didn't give a fuck about being passable, quote, unquote, was just so authentically themselves. And put it on. That's the first time I ever saw Shushu. Whoever this person is, wherever you are, thank you for changing the trajectory of my life. Do we know their name? No. <gasps> I have no idea who this person is. Listeners, it's, call in. Call if in. you know <laughs> who this incredible trans trailblazer mm -hmm. that would have been performing at Chemo's circa what year do you think no they were just a bartender there it was and a they, bartender it was a bartender at someone listening knows the answer oh for sure for sure call Absolutely. in call in 209-616-2000 uh, I don't even have my phone on me which is funny who gives a shit I don't know it's, it's a also, bit no we're doing a bit it, it doesn't I've, matter I've done it a hundred times where I'm like call in and no one ever does <laughs> But yes, if you know who the trans uh, bartender was that worked at Chemo's upstairs and put on all the incredible shows that changed my life, which got me connected with my favorite band of all time, that got me into magnetic fields. Like this is like an older sibling that I wasn't, has yeah. no idea how, in, this person has no idea how influential they were. I me. really do love that about San Francisco. certain people yeah. that um, where like you find certain bands from like through other people mm -hmm. and they kind of become like a part of your like love Absolutely. story with that band i have actually in the third act there's a band Ooh, that i'm excited that i have that sort of connection with well we'll have to get into that but we are transitioning mm -hmm. from pity to pissy yeah so i'm I excited think, i think especially for us women us femmes where it's decidedly uncouth to feel rage and show anger i'm definitely pro this is news to me i'm pro <laughs> being pissy about stuff you know yeah. like you have a right to be upset and like we also have what the cool girl bullshit i just uh it wasn't gone girl in that speech in that movie that did it for me i was already thinking about this before but i think just like the trying to be unbothered is uh doesn't often serve so yeah i i picked these songs to sort of help like simmer in that you know feel your feelings yeah no i feel like it's i feel like the anger stage is very transformative it's very empowering for me mm -hmm. to feel angry and it's definitely a temporary thing um because then you're like you know what 
you're we're not that great. And yeah. I, mean, I was about to make like a bunch of like really crass comments, but I was like, let's because you're inspiring <laughs> me with your kindness and gentleness and inclusion. So I'm like, Jill, you can't make a bunch of like lame dick jokes. Like let's just you pull can. it back. You can pull it back. You have sad genitalia. Like I'm not. Oh Jesus! I, well, that was like a dig. Yeah, I was a dipping the toe too. That's what I'm saying. So, but yeah, I feel like it's it's very transformative and healing and empowering to have that. Like I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm gonna fucking talk shit about you to your friends. Yeah. I'm gonna like post weird or passive aggressive shit online. I'm gonna be angry. I need that to transition. Yeah, I think a lot of people when in a breakup, the other person, like when they kind of act like uh, like when they do shit to try and keep you from being mad at them, I feel like people need to just accept sometimes like you're just going to be mad. Also, you know, like that's always bothered me when people like process a breakup together. If I'm like, what are you fucking doing? No, space boundaries. Go process that with like, yeah, www.betterhelp.com. Or your uh-huh. best friend, or get drunk, or like, I don't know, shoplift like every other fucking person. Don't process a breakup yeah, together. Get bangs. Dude, thank you. Get, get a new, bangs. get a new get vibrator, like get a sex bangs. toy thing. Get yeah. bangs. Dude. Mm-hmm. Do sex. Do sex. Do sex. Do crime. Do, do sex. Crime. Do crime drugs. heals all Whatever. wounds. Whatever. It's true. It's true. Crime heals all wounds. Shoplift, get some bangs, get bangs, talk shit have some really wild Instagram posts. I'm all for it. And I'd like to say, I like to stay in that area. Honestly, it's it's an empowering place to be. Here we go. We're going to do. Can I actually present this? Yeah, please. If y'all don't know, we're, we're about to play a track called turn it off by deep Valley. And if you've never heard of deep Valley, you need to check them out. It's two chicks and it's just a guitar and a drum kit. All right. And they're really rad. Here we go. Enjoy deep Valley.
Hey, Ray, check it out. We're trying something new at BFF.fm to promote your show, Cult Hero. Uh-oh. Really, trust me, it's the latest artificial intelligence. Meet Lottie. Uh, hi, Lottie. Hello, Ray. I have been created to promote your show, Cult Hero. Wow, this is really great. I told you! You play a great mix of old and new music. A lifetime of experiences wrapped up in a great program. Dave, Are you Dave okay, Lottie? Uh, dude, she's speaking in tongues. Oh, hang in there, must be something jammed in this... Oh, I... Ah, oh, there, that should fix things. Lottie, are you all right? No worries, Ray. All right, EFF.FM, the iPad solo. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. It's really weird how that's become my, like, people will be like, <laughs> Brother Jill, and I'm yeah, like, oh my God, baby. how has that become my thing? The mouth, the mouth horn? Mm-hmm, party siren. Yeah, it was like the first time I guest came on, they're like, yeah, I'm here with Brother Jill. I was like, oh, no. That's my brand. Saying, that's my brand. Anyways, uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about how um, we curate uh, our relationships on social media. Oh, yeah, that is interesting. Um, do you, have you been, are you like a social media relationship person? Not really. I'll like share things every now and then, you know, I'm someone that loves sharing stuff and writing and I do appreciate social media as sort of like an alternative journal. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a double edged sword cause you know, like how Facebook will be like, Oh, here's Remember like, this. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes Remember it's this like dog? delete, uh -huh. not helpful. And then no. other times it's like, Oh, I feel like I curate my Instagram, like where I, it's very like family focused mm -hmm. where it's like, I'm so grateful for my family. I mean, obviously on my dial alone radio Instagram, but my personal Instagram, brother underscore jill <laughs> yeah it's very much so just like generic like here's a special moment i'm so grateful because i just don't i don't know i feel like to me that's kind of like that's all i really want to put out there yeah i think relationships you know are hard and so it's, it's totally it's <laughs> respectable to not be super you know over sharesy about it but we are also in an insane era, at least for the straights. The straights, as always, they're not okay. And they're oh. especially not okay right now. No. But uh, social media is interesting because, like, there's, you know, the ladies are talking and they're comparing yeah, notes. And so, are. like, you know, shitty social media behavior by men in particular is, like, getting... You can get on blast. Oh, rightfully on blast. so. You know what's funny? So I actually have this this couple. This fr I'm friends with this couple, and they've been a couple for a very long time. And if you were to put it down on paper, what this couple's like via their Instagram pres, the social media presence, I'd be like, oh, kill them! Like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> like, it's con. It's just years and years and years of like, we're so happy, we're going to see Christmas lights, and like, we love each other. It's just as good as you see on Instagram. But they go into it so hard. And I also know them as people. And they really are like just like very much so. I don't think I've ever met a couple more dedicated to being like, we practice being super in love every day. 
but it almost like goes over the threshold of being gross into like, yeah, I respect that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't give a fuck. You'll post 10 pictures of each other kissing like in yeah. different spots. Like you don't care. You know what I mean? I kind of respect like going all the way with it. And also the dedication to being like our brand is being an annoying perfect couple that's mm. super in love at all times. I'm I'm into it. I will say there's one aspect of that that could be really powerful and that is mm-hmm. um like just like speaking to the world like this relationship matters to me. Absolutely. And like while that's something that could be manipulated and is by lots of people just mm-hmm. google wife guy. Mm-hmm. Um like I remember one of my cousins when him and his wife got married the officiant said something about like they did a thing where they like included all of us in mm-hmm. the audience or whatever you call it <laughs> that uh <laughs> the that wedding it was, audience it was basically on us to also like support like shore up mm. this relationship and mm. kind of like that has stuck with me as this sort of like you know i think like you know when like cheating and like shitty stuff that like harms a relationship happens that it's often like in a vacuum where maybe like friends kind of know what's going on but mm-hmm. they feel like they don't want to say anything or it's not their place you know and like it creates space for like shitty behavior you know and so like there's something about kind of broadcasting that you're committed to somebody because I know there are other people in relationships where the men especially really don't want to mention the relationship at all and it creates this like ambiguity so that they could yeah like fuck around totally so I don't know uh, like it's funny being a person is funny. You being see a person shit that is annoys funny. you, but then a part of you is like, like oh, I respect yeah. it. I like, yeah, right. no, I respect the hustle. You're like, we're a fucking couple. We're about to splash our faces, smiling and kissing and celebrating milestones together, all over your fucking feed. And I'm like, I respect it. Also, it helps that like I do really genuinely love these people. They are as in love as they do portray online. Honestly, like I mean, I don't know their relationship. Yeah, but I've known them for years and years and years. Like, literally on Sunday, so they just had a baby. Um, I'm gonna go with them and walk around Christmas tree lane in Alameda, which I have done every single year for the last like million years. And they're sober people, and obviously I'm not sober right now. They don't care. They're like chill. This is like our tradition. Like, come with us and walk around these like Christmas, and it's like two annoying sober couples too. It's pretty precious. It's nice. So I celebrate them. I try to be a little bit more balanced on my Instagram. I feel. I mean, I have a difficult relationship though, so it's. I have a hard one. Like I, I definitely, and I, and I try to be very vocal about that too, because I feel like, as someone that was single for so long, from the outside looking in, you're like, oh, wouldn't it be so nice, X, Y, Z, and I just feel like the reality of relationships are, is they're hard. And I want to front load that and being like, yo, my shit's hard. And I love this person. And I know not everybody is pumped on this situation. Doesn't matter to me. I'm willing to like walk through this and like mm. against all, uh, cue Phil Collins against all odds, okay? <laughs> I'm willing to walk through a difficult relationship with someone that I do feel very connected with and it's not a popular choice. And I get that and I honor that. And I also want to be very like transparent about like I'm in a difficult relationship. Okay. Like it's not easy. And sometimes it's not fun. Sometimes I wish I wasn't in it. But 
here I am like doing it, you know? I think that what you just said about sometimes wishing you weren't in it and it's not always fun is a sentiment shared by many, many people. Oh, I think it's very natural. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he wishes he wasn't in it sometimes <laughs> too. As in he's probably- But a, you are. But he, you are. You are in that boom, relationship. You <laughs> might be listening, playing World of Warcraft and he's like, bitch, you have no idea. You have no idea how much I'm I I'm a very imaginative person, but I'm yeah. also um, deeply biased uh, towards Brother Jill. So. Well, it's it's pretty easy to be biased towards me. So I it is. It's, it's, I understand. All right, moving along. Moving Should along. we recap the songs oh, that yeah, we just played for y'all? So that was Turn It Off by Deep Valley, and they do a cute thing with their name where they misspell Deep and Valley. I like that. Um, so don't get confused when you go to Google it. Mm-mm. Um, actually, all the set lists are going to be on the site, right? So they yeah, can, but like, you can still, everything. I feel like I would love to hear you mention these songs Do the in your radio voice. Uh, and next up, we had Extended Tus Brazos by Los Stop, which is like, I found this on some incredible, like, 80 hour long uh, mix of 60s classic covers and espanol it's so awesome um i'll have to look that up to remind myself what the name of the actual uh, album is or do you have it you have I it in do. front of you yeah it's los nuggets volume uno oh that's right there's seriously like it's a hate crime when i try to songs say anything in spanish it's like i'm oh, sorry oh it's no bueno it's yeah. no bueno los nuggets volume uno <laughs> <laughs> sorry um then we had Under the Earth, which is probably one of the more hexy songs that we had it in this good. mix. It was a witchy tune. By Yeah, Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Um, and like, I do want to take a moment to say a lot of these songs to me, I'm really going by vibes. Mm-hmm. Remember when like we're growing up and someone would like send you a song and you'd like analyze the mm. lyrics? I Doesn't wish always that have to be literal. at some point. That's, <laughs> I am 43 years old, and before I got locked down and loved jail forever, um, there was a lot of song sending between me and various people. Oh, that's people. the best. It kind of is. So, like, sometimes, for sure, the lyrics can be, you know, significant, and words do have power. But... I love when it's really obvious. Yeah. <laughs> when someone's like, here's a Jeff Buckley song. <laughs> You're Oof. like, yeah. I almost had Jeff Buckley on Aww, here. He didn't make which the cut. One? Song of the Siren. Aww. So speaking of one last st- a story similar to that. Um, you can have a hundred stories. Go, I don't care. We could not play not I one know. more song. I don't care. We're we're going to go back into fishing, finishing up the pissy party. But um, one of the songs that I really wanted to include in, it could have been maybe pity, but I was going to put it in pissy. Um, was Pissing in a River by Patti Smith. Oh, I don't think I know that one. Oh, my God. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. Talk about witchy. Mm-hmm. On my way here, I shit you fucking not. Guess what song I heard booming out of a car? No. Like out front of Zeitgeist. Really? Pissing in That's a motherfucking so river. I love when that happens. I love when the universe mm-hmm. is like, you're exactly where you need to be right now. Oh, totally. We're sitting here in this really rad studio and there's a hat from Madeira, which is a island in Portugal that I went to a year ago and I had a suitor meet me there. It was wild. And like, 
just did the most and then ended up being a doucher. He ended up being the least. So it's kind of hilarious that to be funny. here with this like Madeira souvenir hat. Yeah. Literally right in front of me. No, that's true. It's kind of, who knows? See? Kind of wild. Just lots of witchy shit. You're um, in the right place here. Time. Yeah, it's bonks. It's pretty nice. It's bonks. Here we go. We're going to kick off the second part, part two of Pissy Party. Here we go. The most tender place in my heart is for strangers. I know it's unkind, but my own blood is much too dangerous. Hanging around the ceiling half the time. Hanging around the ceiling half the time
right, right. I forgot. Yeah, we're transitioning. Hello. We just listened to Big Joni. Fuck yeah, we did. Big Joni. So I was just telling Jill that uh, I had had like. Don't dox me. I'm Brother Jill. Oh, Brother Jill. Sorry. <laughs> Don't dox me, dog. You're like when Superman puts the glasses on. <laughs> exactly. And people are like, whoa, who Clark? the fuck is that? <laughs> Don't dox me, dude. I am so oh, sorry. No, Mea culpa. <laughs> no, you're fine. Brother Jill. Yeah, I remember back when I had just gotten ba- vaccinated and I was like, okay, I think I'm ready to date again. Oh, my God. And I met this guy on Meet Mindful, which was what a piece of shit. What the fuck is Meet Mindful? Oh, I will fucking tell you. What is it? Did they send you a candle in the mail? It is a fucking joke of a dating app. That is supposed to be like our salvation from the hellscape that is Tinder and Hinge. Yeah, this is like not pieces of shit.com. Like you're (laughs) it's supposed to be people that are like, you know, a little Mm. bit more like aligned and like not just spirituality, but just like mindfulness. Like literally there's a part in your profile where you can pick activities that you're into and there's like mindful, you know, meditation and yoga and all that shit. And like one of my first connections, I think I got sick when after I connected with him. So I like missed his message. Like I didn't get back to him right away because I was sick. And so like I checked my messages one day and he was like, I already know. One of those like I already know. Lose your shit talking to nobody oh. and like called me spoiled. <laughs> and, I love a lose your shit talking to nobody situation. And it just was like, <laughs> oh my God. This is that. this is what I have to contend with on this app. <sighs> so I did eventually meet a guy that was like, Okay, I'll go on a date with you. And like he was cute, he was okay. And we like had a couple of like it was like one of those fast moving hot can and we heavy. Just- Hold on. Yeah. That should be on that person's tombstone. He was cute. He was okay. (laughs) Here lies Charles. He was cute. He was okay. I'm going to go ahead and set a Google alert so that when he inevitably (laughs) dies before me because he doesn't take care of himself, I'll I'll get you and a case of beer and you can be my lookout while I chisel Mm -hmm. that into his headstone. He was cute. He was okay. Wow, what a glowing review. <laughs> and then I'll put in parentheses circa 2021. I, I mean, don't know 2021 cute, times, you know? yeah, who knows? Um, now? Well, anyway, I went on this a couple dates with this guy. It was one of those things where he banged out like three dates in like under two weeks. And then like, it just was like this precipitous drop from like being really into me to like mm. being super dry. And like, he wanted to meet me for coffee at the same place we'd had our first date. But it was like so clearly different, you know, and He's like, a rapid cycler. Yeah. <laughs> so I meet him and he, he like we get coffee and we're talking and then we end up walking back to, you know, kind of where we usually would like split up. And then he like breaks it to me about how he was starting to date this woman that he'd been dating before and they'd had a break and now he wanted to be like serious with her I had this like feeling that he just wanted to be able to fuck without a condom and like uh, didn't yeah. want to be tempted. To, That's like, like kind of the MO, I think. Yeah, like when you News flash evil, you can fuck without a condom all the time. For anyone <laughs> for anyone listening that are like women are so fucking paranoid, it's with really good reason. Yeah, of course. And so he tells me this and he's like, but I really still want to stay friends. And I was like, no, Why? absolutely not. Yeah, I have friends. And They're like, cooler than you. Yeah, one, I have plenty of friends yeah. that are awesome. And two, this guy had like never asked me a question about myself, 
was mostly just interested in like how I lost my virginity and like, you know, sex shit. what? Totally. I love when a guy asks me how I lost my virginity because I have the worst answer. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't care. Like, I I will fully be like, you want to get a boner right now? Check this out. I'm about to make this a lifetime movie. It's like a dare. Yeah. I dare you, you piece of shit. Yeah, get a boner. I'll talk about it. I don't care. That's Are you going to tell me or do I finish the story? I what feel are we like everybody do? knows. If someone has a bummer, if you have like a bummer, lose your virginity story. It's just like, because I had sex with my uncle or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's like non-consensual underage child stuff. So like when a dude asks me that, I'm like, oh, yeah, check this out, fool. I'm, so- I'm sorry, but if you're going to ask me a gross question like that, yeah, I'm going to give you the real answer and you are not going to get a boner. Or you are, and then you're going to get a fucking knuckle sandwich. Or you can go on Megan's list. Oh, fuck. So public cervix announcement. Maybe don't ask people how they lost their virginity. ask someone how they lose their virginity. Why would you say that? Um, And also, if you Has a guy really asked you how you lost your virginity? I think he did. I know. So this is horrible, but was my, it like a Nick and Nora? My kind of like romantic sweet framing, like I naive. Will, no, it, no. It was like a gross, like boner. Just you know, trying to like boner bait, get hot, sexy, yeah. you know, stories or information to like think about later. That's with your dad. But I, I have, lost my I have an awful disclosure. The kid oh. that I lost my virginity to in high school, mm. like when the first words out of his mouth when we were freshmen was how if I was a virgin or not. What? Yeah, I made some poor decisions. I feel like if you're a freshman, when those decisions are not. Yeah, on when you're you. 14 or 15. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's all Agree. you make. That's Agree. all you make is like, and also, yeah, you can't you can't slap that label on it at this point because you would, if you met a 14 year old that had sex with someone, you'd be like, I'm sorry, honey, and you would be like, I, I know. wasn't the chillest. Unless you're like a 14 year old yourself, yeah, eating and which is you're like, for uh, breakfast. it's chill. So my other public cervix announcement Mm -hmm. is um, when you're going through a breakup, the fucking can we still be friends bullshit? Forget it. Like, if you have demonstrated that you're actually not a good friend, which, believe it or not, is something you should be doing when you're fucking somebody and when you're in a romantic relationship. If you have not demonstrated, if you have proven over and over again that you're a shitty friend yeah just don't ask it is or so just sad like look like you have friends i have friends there's no need like we weren't friends before mm-hmm. we were people that did sex we rub butts and yeah. stuff like i don't need like i have friends like what we could do is be cordial you know yeah. like if i see you out i don't have to throw a drink in your face yeah but like please if i see you at gus's i'll be like cool carrots or whatever like how's yeah. your life i don't care you know yeah you don't have to be friends like yeah. there's no point in pursuing like a friendship and if for any again if anyone's listening like oh my god these ladies are just so bitter oh whatever who cares it is for good reason anyone that has dated a dude i don't care who you are you are on our side yeah you know what's up you know what's up and i will say there are some exes they make totally perfectly lovely friends and that's fine true also i've said this many times on my show and i'll say it again DJ Swerving is the most perfect man. He really is. <laughs> Alexa opened a bottle of sparkling water and it got like a little spilly. And er, Stop. 
I got you. Yeah, I was going to go clean it up myself, no, and he, no. like, took care of it for he me. He did, and that's just, like... He'd known me all of two minutes. He's the prince among men. If he's listening, it doesn't matter that you still like Death Cab for Cutie. You're a prince among men. Uh, yeah, you are, in my mind. Good on you, mate. I think he used to call me his momager, because I'd be, like, trying to hook him up with different people. He has oh, a wow. lovely... He has a lovely partner now, who is he's very well-suited for, and, and she's a lovely person. Um, but I was, like... You can't. Don't. Irving, she's not your... DJ Swerving, she's not <gasps> worth your time. Docs. I docs. Docs. DJ Swerving. But yeah, no. Uh, dudes uh, or people, just everyone, if you uh, do not have a pre-existing friendship, and even if you do, you have friends. You don't need to be friends. Just consider how you treat people and like... Yeah. I don't know. Like, are you a good friend already? Yeah. Do you deserve to request that this person make space for you in your life. I mean, and this goes without, like aside from all of that, we know like oftentimes they're asking just because oh. they don't want you to be mad at them. Or it's like a pussy on layaway type of situation where yeah. they're like, I'm just going to make small payments towards this pussy vagina. On ice. Pussy on ice. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I, hey, I'm going to back burner you for a while and mm -hmm. I'll do some like a uh, charitable. Not interested. Not interested. That is uh, automatic right. dismissal. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Stop trying to be friends. Make your own friends. Make new friends. So with that in mind, we're yeah. now moving on to the third and final act of That's the right. Witches mixtape for breakups. And this yeah. uh, was jokingly called the Pussy Party because we already had Pity Party and Pissy yeah, Party. We did. And I think it just stuck. We got the three Ps. Alliteration. Who doesn't love that? And where I was going with this, where I'm coming from... Cumming spelled C-U-M-M-I-N-G. This song's about vaginas. I think there comes a point where like instead of seeking out like the whole like what is what's that adage? Uh, the best way to get over someone is to get under someone. I feel like that's very true, though. Sure. But I also feel like so often we kind of put like our value. We place it on like other people and like getting, you know, having sex and pulling people and shit like that. And like. I created this chapter mm -hmm. to allow for space for not just that, but also just like feeling romantic, feeling sexy, feeling in touch with all that good stuff with or without other people I like romantically in your life. Also, I feel like I love that because it's sustainable and it's rooted in like self-care and reality. Whereas like my way of dealing with things is like the best way to get over someone is to get under multiple people in rapid succession mm -hmm. uh it leads to a rapid cycle of like disillusionment so i like holding space for you to be like i feel this way i feel sexy and fun and flirty yeah. and it's not necessarily contingent upon my interactions or feedback from another person totally and you know like sometimes that. there's like not a lot of options maybe i don't know i feel like the world is full of options where those options lie on the value scale yeah. of time and investment <laughs> is different. Yes. <laughs> but there are options. They're just not the best sometimes. And also, it depends. It depends. It depends on when you're coming in and out of that world, you know? Sometimes they're better than others. Like, uh, you know, mm -hmm. dating around June 2020 was not as fun as maybe mm -hmm. dating now, you yeah, know? Yeah, totally. So, but here we go. Here's a song about genitals yeah and mouths go feel yourself go feel yourself 
<laughs> Sorry. After Ooh, the cranes. That's a bad one. That was uh, very disruptive. Rude so I know. Rude awake. It was because I was doing a baby voice and I felt weird <laughs> about it because I was like enjoying it. And then I was thinking about being a kid. It's just like I was like, no, snap back to reality. Be obnoxious. You know, you get it. Anyway. So that was Come This Far. Yeah. Brother Jill and I were just talking about how we both discovered cranes in high school. Yes. I remember I had this like punk friend named Juan who I like. That's a classic punk friend. LA, baby. LA. LA USD public school. I love that. And I remember he said, I think you should check out this band. I think you'd like them. And it was like the opposite of what I expected punk or Juan to listen to. (laughs) And it felt like just the dreamiest, most beautiful music. And I remember I've never forgotten this. He said, if I had to pick like one band that I could only listen to for like, like you could only listen to one band for the rest of your life, I would pick this band. Wow. I mean, this dude used to wear like, remember when um he would like wear like socks on his forearms with like holes cut out. Oh, do I remember? Are you kidding me? You know, like we'd always sit on the ground. Yeah. At uh school. No, I was always like, uh, because I couldn't wear fishnets because my thighs always rubbed and it would start a forest fire if Oof. I ever wore fishnets in high school. So I'd always wear them on top with my, my fingers. Yeah, them. baby. Yeah. And Robbie did too. My best friend in high school, Robbie, Robbie did too. And I just feel like, and Gothic Aaron as well. Gothic Aaron was like, a fo- he would have the fishnet legging, like tights on top with like a a spiked dog collar and like a gauzy Jesus. black skirt, like full blown. Not the gauzy skirt. The gauzy skirt with like a silk, a satin, black satin Oof. button up. Like it was a look. Gothic Aaron is a good looking guy and he always, always had amazing taste and always been like goth dream boy. But, you know, as his number one fan out there in the world knows, Gothic Aaron is a, is a he's a handsome man. He always has a very great style. And he always dresses up very nicely when he comes here as well. Where I'm like, oh, is that all Rick Owens here for no one? Okay. Lots of talking this Gothic Aaron up. Gothic Aaron is, we have been friends since I was like, I think I met him when I was like 14, 15 years old. And we met at a cafe. That is incredible. Was it an internet cafe? It was not. It was (laughs) pre-internet. The internet didn't even exist then. But I remember they used to have, we used to think it was so cool because they had um, chocolate covered espresso beans and like a um, gumball machine dispenser. And we're like, yeah, I don't know. We were from Odesto. Like we were very That's easily wild. impressed. You're like unlocking some <laughs> long buried memories oh, for me. I would read poetry on poetry night at this cafe. Yeah. Yeah. Which Whoa, is baby. mortifying, like a mortifying situation to think about. Uh we would get drunk. It, there was a, a, a parking uh, structure behind J. It was J Street Cafe. They had a, a parking structure that we would like go into the parking lot. And it's like, you know, it's Modesto 1995. Everything's free. Everything's open. There's no cameras, no security guards. And we would just like go get alcohol and go drink on top of the parking garage. Damn. Yeah. I know. I don't know where my parents were, but. I uh, miss that those simple times. It was of simple like, times. This is our parking. Yeah, we would go to Griseida Park at night. We'd be like, "Ooh, we're goth." We like light candles at Griseida Park, or like 
literally light incense in the middle of the day and stick it in the ground and be like, we're just gonna like hang out here and like light all this incense by the mall. I love it. I'm at Aaron's dad's house in the apartment complex and we're just like (laughs) burning Nag Champa and talking about like Susie the Banshees and how extravagant. I know, ridiculous. Outdoors. (laughs) I know, and be like, so did you read the new Poppy Z Bright book? Like, <gasps> right? Oh, right? I'm so mad that we have to stop and We kind of don't, though. Minutes. We have a little bit more time than I thought. So we have maybe five more minutes. No, but I mean, I think we have, like, we could hang out all night. We could. Oh, we yeah, could. we definitely could. Just we could. you and me, baby. I think we can, we can play. She and the shiz. Well, this next song, this next song is a powerful anthem. Yeah, so... This is my song that if anyone needs like to get kicked out of the post breakup doldrums, I typically prescribe listening to the song at least once a day until you don't care about that person anymore. I prescribe watching this video like five times in a Mm -hmm. fucking row because I remember when I saw this video, I was like, I am going to bleach my hair for the rest of my life. And I am. Yeah, I have. And I will also say we haven't really talked about how movement is important for like get, working our feelings yeah. out of us. Yeah. And so I'm going to say learn some of that choreo. Pick up some of the choreo. Jeez Louise. You know when they. Well, that's the extra credit. Yeah. You know when like people make their animals dance and they're like holding up their cat or their dog from like underneath their armpits and like just yeah, kind of like wiggling them around. That's what I look wanna, like when I dance. It makes I'm me like, want to call <laughs> animal uh, protective services or whatever. I look like an abused animal when I dance, basically. Oh, baby. It's true. But you know what? It's fine because not everyone is great at dancing. It's all about just being joyful and celebrating <laughs> life. I went out to a bunch of uh, gay bars last weekend with my friend Noella for her birthday. And all of us were awkwardly dancing all night. It was amazing. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to awkwardly dad shuffle. And so is everyone else. And we're having a great time. It's it fine. Good. I don't need to bust a move. I can just kind of have body shame and also be rhythmic. Rhythmic body shame. That's my dance style. <laughs> <laughs> but here we go, you guys. Uh, this is the anthem for all of you people out there that honestly, everyone, absolutely everyone. Deserves this anthem. Ex- everyone, well, it's for dudes, I yeah, guess. everyone needs to level up their fucking standards. Yeah. Step your pussy up. Yep. Yep. Here we go. You guys ready to get stepped up? Here we go.
Hopefully everyone's recovered from um, the party crash of this playlist that was Express Yourself oh, by Express Madonna. Hi, hi. I was yeah. And I um broke Brother Jill's brain a little bit with a fun tidbit about the music video, which we were both obsessed with. Oh my god. And how old is that video now? It's gotta be like thirty years, right? It's like yeah, at least it's thirty like years. Like nineteen ninety two, ninety three maybe tops. And Jill brother Jill Mm-mm. did not know, and I'm sure some of our listeners also did not know this. No one knows. But the director of that gorgeous video that still to this day holds up, like it's still a oh. good looking video. I dare you to watch Express Yourself and not be like, I'm horny. <laughs> you know? Listeners, call in. Let call us in. know. 209 <laughs> left in the show. Who's that horny? You can put the video on on mute so you can mm-hmm. listen to the rest of our show. Yeah. And then call in. Yeah. Operators are standing by. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Did the video make you horny or not? Um, and if the answer is no, just immediately hang up because we don't want to talk to you anymore at that point. It's okay, though, because there is a caveat. Mm-hmm. that I mentioned during the break where I was like, you know, that song, that video does make me horny. However, now as like an older woman, I'm like, oh, if I'm having <laughs> sex with like a muscly guy that's like all greasy and dirty. I'm like, just don't touch my vagina. You're going to give me an instant UTI. Yeah, UTI so just like uh, put some gloves on, some like plastic gloves on or wash your hands, scrub them. Everything else can be dirty. It's not your wiener or your fingers. So my tidbit for y'all. Sorry, mom and dad. The director of that Oh, yeah. That's right. This is crazy, guys. None other than David Fincher. Which is fucking wild. You know what kind of pisses me off about that, though, is that he is such like a dude bro director. He still got it right. No, I know. But I'm like, can we do like the killer and fight club and whatever just like with more amazing <laughs> chicks could you do a, a fight club redo fight club starring uh, all female cast no you and i will figure that we'll out figure for my out. radio show we will we will we will which i really hope happens so y'all we were flooded with calls we ring, asked ring. you at the beginning of the show mm-hmm. we made some references and pointed out that the closing song which sadly i regret to inform you we are we're at the last song yeah like two minutes and we can play it so you better make up some we we asked y'all could you guess what the song was and our operators were inundated we had to pull people from oh. this party that was going on to answer phones yeah, yeah was, everyone and no text. one guessed it no one guessed it they didn't get it and i was you know, so this is funny when was the first time you heard that song? I know exactly where I was, how old I was, it and was how I heard MTV. that song. It was MTV. It was in the daytime. It was in the daytime. Yeah, it wasn't 120 minutes. Oh. But um, I I remember in 1992, I my parents gave me a TV, and it would have been like a little tiny cube. Yeah. And once I had that, I had no reason to leave my room. No, definitely not. And so it just Mm-mm. was MTV constantly. Mm-hmm. John Stewart and you wrote it, you watch it. Oh, if you never yeah. heard of that, Google Absolutely. it. The fact that he's like such an incredible, smart um, dude talking about politics, mm-hmm. it like blows my mind because he's been talking about politics I learned a about, long time. No, but if you watch, you wrote it, you watch it. Yeah. That's true. I that haven't seen pre, one. Pre Brainiac, John Pre Daily Show. True. So, yeah, I think that it was just it was a rando video on MTV and it was my introduction to Bjork. Mm-hmm, and same. I just it was just one of those fucking songs that like 
got into my preteen bones and I loved it so, so much. And so I really wanted to include that here um, because it has roots in my personal life. But also like, I think like for all the crazy breakups I've had or that I've witnessed in like friends and loved ones, like I feel like what's really, it's really important to stay soft and open to love and yeah you know like you ever had that feeling or known someone that's been like that was fucked up i'm never gonna find love i'm just never gonna that's me open my heart up to anybody (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's me i think this song is really great for just Mm. you know honing in on that like you can plan all you want to Close up shop, but fucking a right. Sometimes life takes you by surprise. It happens when you least expect it. It happens if you're just not looking for it. Then that's right. Don't look for it. Drink water, eat fruit, walk every day. Take your vitamins, pay your taxes, and maybe it'll happen. Uh I know. No, this is a great song. I saw it on 120 minutes when I was a kid, and I was like, "Oh, you can be like that. You can be like." wild real, like yeah like, York, like he could be like a white art, art. i'd never seen an art woman before you know oh my god and that was i was like oh you can be like that that's amazing but here we go no one guessed it boo but sugar cubes with hit and thank you so much alexa for being on my show You're so very welcome. I love you. everyone vibe alexa to get her own show on bff <laughs> send out vibes all right here we sacrifice go sacrifice your virgins please They're not doing anything. 